previously on Two Star Podcast. Uh, Chris, you are going to have to drive this week because of Dan's absence. But I've, yeah. I've had two beers. Can I can I drive? I've oh, only had two's two beers. Two's bullshit. So I've had more. I mean, Dan can't drive when he's sober, so it's not going to be worse. Okay. Okay, well, I'll so, drive. Uh, I mean, I, I I want to talk more about this, this uh, mission to buy... <laughs> Tea, where you had to go on well, a tram. Chris, are you gonna are you gonna start this car at any point? Oh you, no, no, I'm not. No, where, where I live. You're right, Chris. We're just driving round and round in circles here. This is a disaster. Mm. I do you think we should go go? Um, do you think we should start? No, it's yeah. up to you, Chris. You're driving. I mean, it's your podcast this week. Adam is always really keen to to get places, I mean, well, isn't he? Actually, to be fair, I don't really care this time because I haven't got to edit this shit. You know what? I'm driving now. Uh, Chris. Thank God somebody is. (laughs) What would you like like to talk about this week that doesn't have to do with, like, Heston Blumenthal or Lidl Coleslaw? All right. Well, that's pretty much Chris's entire repertoire. I'm only going to talk about one thing, because we've already got to 50 minutes talking about nothing. Yeah. Which is great, isn't it? Are we, uh, are we still doing a podcast? Because I need yeah. to go and do a wee. I, I don't know. Uh, I I'm not a... sure if we are. Well, well if got... you go for a wee... Uh... Yeah, you see if you can regroup and, and get <laughs> okay, this Chris, if you want to, Okay, Chris, if you want to pull into the service station, um, I guess we should just sort of do this while we're waiting. And then uh, when Graham gets back, we can, can resume the podcast. We're two-star podcast. We are great. Talking crap and planning hate. Our listenership is very few. Graham sometimes pops to the loo. There's one more thing I have to say. Intended in a hateful way. The cold brew hipsters a bell end. Graham and his friends. Has there ever been a podcast where you've just thought, well, that was a nice chat, but it's completely unusable? Um, so we'll just give up on uh, it. No, because uh, we have no standards, <laughs> but a very high degree of uh, we've put the effort in, so we're putting this out. Right. I mean, in terms of me editing this, how long does editing take? Uh, it usually takes me about 50% longer than the duration of the podcast. Okay. Because so, you need to listen to it, then rewind, then go back. And I mean, I, did, I, I have now got to the point where I tend to listen to it at one and a half speed just to get through it quicker, uh, to be able to do the editing quicker. But that's probably not a good way, place to start when you're doing your first edit. I could drink lots and lots of coffee. Because you'll miss things. I... But even so, you're still looking at at least the, the tight length of the podcast to do the editing. I mean, I'm not sure I'm going to actually be able to edit this successfully. It might be, It might be like a lost... A lost audio file. Well, luckily, we'll start the source material, so can't do it that well, badly. You know what I was I'm talking back. about, though. The um, like the Beatles did some really bad avant-garde stuff, and there's these recordings of it that only say forty or fifty people have heard. That could be this. Well, yeah, but to be fair, that that's all that like stuff that didn't even make it onto the White Album. The White Album's got some very good bits in it, hasn't it? I mean, it didn't need to be a double album, did it? Sorry, it needs, I didn't. I didn't hear that like, that slur, Graham. What did you say? I just saying it didn't need to be a double album. Mm. I think maybe it had one one and a third of an album in it. But definitely not a double album. Did you Hard know that work. the White Album is the what inspired the Manson family? 
Like, uh, to... it wasn't that bad. Like, no, because like, I don't, because oh, I was listening to a podcast about it this morning. Because that's all I do. I listen to podcasts when I'm not doing anything. And we're uh, very grateful for that. Yeah, I'm it's not going to listen to the one this week because my recorded voice is absolutely dreadful. I don't uh, think it. I mean, it's more the and content. Again, I, I mean, I have to admire your dedication to uh, to the spirit of Dan. <laughs> uh, you, had, you had technical difficulties. Um, you you don't listen back to the podcast. I mean, Chris you, turned up late. You've got rid of. Erratically. We've got rid of the most white middle class member of the uh, two star podcast crew and uh, replaced him with a very much more diverse person. I think if you if you're going to get who was the least diverse out of all of us, you'd have to say it was Dan. And uh, you are the most diverse we've ever had. Yeah. I mean, David from Birmingham was pretty diverse, what with his being... Oh, um, Welsh. A bit Welsh. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Sort of pretend Welsh. Well, I mean, you're, you're uh, a female. That's, that's a big, that's a big yeah. diversity tick, isn't it? And that's, uh, yeah, I'm that's what we were lacking, Somali, I think. And I don't yeah. look white. Are you, um... I mean, it's rude to ask, but are you in any way disabled? Because that would be a big plus for us if you were. Uh, I've got IBS. Well, there you go. We're hit, ticking that box as well. Polycystic ovarian syndrome. So. Oh, well, I mean, who Achoo. hasn't got that? It's not. It's a, it's really it's a really hidden disability, and like it it comes and goes. Like. Hmm. So it's not like it's it's only when I'm really stressed. So I don't consider myself disabled. Because my I, sister has that, but she's um, she's got uh, three year old triplets, so. You know, that's a success story. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, in in many ways, it's not because yeah. fucking hell. Uh, but you know, they're, they're all right. Right. So since Graham's back, Adam can tell us what uh, he wants to talk about this week. Well, I I thought I would uh, give everybody a brief uh, angry internet update um, because, as we know, uh, most people go on the internet to be angry about things. Uh, except for Chris, who goes on the internet to do this podcast and nothing else. Oh no, no! I also, I also go on the podcast to look at uh, dick pics, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and 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 yeah. to Sorry, and to dispute with Facebook <laughs> that it thinks I'm gay. Yes. <laughs> can I, can I um, just put to a vote of do we veto Adam's um, feature? Not uh, not out of any malice towards Adam. I mean, that's well, that's fine if that's how you feel. But maybe the internet is is a horrible place. Maybe let's just make this a celebratory, positive episode. I mean, we can do, but we haven't really. Love it's not been going great so far. Well, well you know, from I, now uh, on. But I'm <laughs> I'm intrigued. Like, so people are annoyed that something that was made costs money. Yes. Well, that's what. Something so people, people want so to me. Nintendo. This uh, well. I guess, was it this week? It might have been the end of last week. Released uh, Super Mario Run yeah. for iOS. I saw is it, that. It's yeah. an endless runner. It's an endless runner, but with Mario and is a it, few. Is, is it, it 2013? Because Temple Run, Temple Run yeah. shit. Uh, but no, side scrolling. It's, it's so even worse. Side scrolling, and you basically just tap to jump uh, with varying degrees of jumping. Um, but it costs £7. I mean, £7 pounds pounds. is, is no, a silly pounds. amount of money for, um, for that. And people have been getting utterly outraged by this. Because I feel they like think you're about to free. perform a found poem. No. Do you know that um, reference? I mean, no. the thing is, is that they don't have to buy it. Well, this is the thing that people don't understand, 
because they want it, you see, but it should be free. Hmm. So I've got they a, can't, you can't reconcile those two things. Well, I've got a good callback. Like one of those like Zenga games or Zanga games that like oh it's totally free and like nah hidden costs. Well, this is this is totally paid for with no hidden costs. There's a good callback here, which is uh, to Dave Gorman that he's got a TV program and he has a radio show where he would collate. Um, angry internet comments, mostly from the Daily Mail, but from the Express and other websites as well. And he will he'd put um Sarabande by Handel in the background and he would read out the comments as a poem. And it's one of the best things that exists on TV is is Dave Gorman's found poetry. I can see that. Oh uh, if we just very angry people. If we were better we could have done that couldn't we, we could done. well i mean chris you've always got the, the chance to to edit in the uh, the audio in the background adam has got the ability to do that with um uh zencaster yeah i do i will send you a link but i'm, you going, can, to. I'm going to send you a link you'll make this oh, into a found okay, poem fine. and you will perform it for us shortly and it, it, they're just great no, and that, it's the only purpose for comment sections on websites as far as yeah, I can so tell. people got very very angry about that and demanded that it should be free because they wanted it to be free and they didn't want us to pay money for it so you said some things I didn't really understand you, you said like an endless runner I mean you'd pay for a Super Mario World why wouldn't you pay for I mean, this part of it, part of it is, is Apple's fault because they have trained people that uh, things on uh, iPhone should be 99p or free and the concept of something being more than that is is. Like if you look at that game, problems. would you say that was eight pounds worth of fun? I don't know. I haven't played it. Yeah, I mean, I've watched some videos of people playing you, you, it. You it, like, it does seem like an endless runner, which you would think maybe three or four pounds. But eight pounds is pushing it a bit. I would have thought. Well, maybe I don't know. I haven't played it. But either way, the I just I mean, people. I think even if it was three pounds, people would be angry that it was. People free. get fucked off about. Games costing anything on a phone, yes. which is yeah. stupid because I've got um, the SimCity Build It game, and it's quite simple. You sort of you put in ten minutes here and there. I've been playing it for like a year, and I've never paid a penny for it. And I think, well, that I've you know I've had enough fun out of that. That's worth five quid or something. But I've got this yeah. thing that I won't pay. You know, I won't pay for the in-app purchases because it's a slippery slope. But then. To not pay anything for something that you've enjoyed that people are working at, it seems a bit wrong. Like, if you're not willing to pay anything for it, then why would you download mm. it in the first place? Like, yeah, because it's free. No, that's free. A... I must have all the free stuff. Uh, I guess I'm really boring because, um, yeah, I just I don't see the point. But maybe they shouldn't have made it free with an in-app purchase of eight quid. Maybe they should have just made it eight quid. Well, that's exactly what they did. They want people to be able to try it before they. Ah. Yeah, but that's not how. How long did you try it for? These days. Well, I haven't because it's only on iOS at the moment. I don't have an iPhone. How long? How long did you get to try it for before you had to pay eight pounds? I think. I think there's not very much. I think it's like one level, and then. But I mean, an an endless runner game isn't really. You know, they're not innovating there, are they? Surely. I I don't know. Like they seem to have done a few tweaks to it. I mean, this is the worst review we've ever done, isn't it? Yes. Because, as I said, I don't have an iPhone, I can't play it. Even if I wanted to. We're not really reviewing it, we're reviewing the reaction to it, and it mm. seems like the reaction has been very, um... Stupid. We're yeah. doing a reaction video to a reaction video. Well, and... Uh, yes, but this without is, the video, until Chris gets Movie Maker This is Adam's account of a reaction. For all we know, yeah, most people are delighted to pay £8. Maybe well, I'm just focusing on the negative. 
I don't like know. Like, I saw like a game journalist tweeting about it, but other than and like a former game tweeting journalist tweeting about it. Other than that, not really. Well, two anything. points of data that counts. Sorry. Um, two points of data that counts. No longer just an anecdote. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Sorted. That's how. That's how. Um, that's how the truth. I don't actually remember what they said, but um, doesn't matter. Summarize. Yeah. Well, moving on. This is really, really, really good value. Don't yep. know. Okay, so what else are people angry about? So the, the next thing that people are really angry about is that Blizzard, well-known maker of games, uh, released a Christmas comic for their Overwatch game in which ah. they revealed that one of the characters, Tracer, is gay uh, because she has a girlfriend and in the comic kisses her. Uh, Fucking hell, imagine getting angry about that. Imagine Doesn't mean she's being... gay, it just means she's not straight. Well, yes, okay. Technically, you're no, right. No, 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 no. Let's uh, let's let's not let's not let's not let's not give any kind of concept of nuance to any of the people yeah. commenting on this. But so on, there um, are two camp, there are there are two camps of there are two camps of people here that are angry. The first camp are the people who simply are angry that there is a gay character because most of the argument seems to be this is tokenism. Because there's only one gay character, and it's outrageous, and it shouldn't be done, and where's the token white straight guy? It's it's just not acceptable. What surprised me in what you just said is that it's a female character, because I thought um, internet nerds would be all over that shit, because that means lesbians, and aren't they aren't they very much in favour of that? Well, thought... no, not in their game. They don't like the politics being forced down their throat. Oh, I see. But they like stuff um, being forced down lesbians' throat. Yes, but on right. the, the other, the other ups, people who are upset are upset about the bait and switch because she wasn't. And they didn't say that she was gay when the game was launched. And if they'd known, then they could have made the decision over whether to buy the game then. But what they actually did was they kept it secret, waited until everyone had bought the game, and now have come out and said that she's gay. And I mean, that's just not acceptable. What are they going to do now? Demand a refund? You can well, just they can't do that. Not play as Tracer. Is it normal for games to have comics that support the canon? I mean, that um, seems odd I mean, in itself. It's not normal, normal, but I mean, team, the, Valve did it with Team Fortress 2 for quite a long time. They just did these the comics. Because the, the characters in the game didn't have any personality, but they just did the comics that went alongside it, and they were quite good. And you occasionally get it where they're, they're where a company's trying to kind of build up some kind of lore and personality around the characters, and they'll do tie-in comics and get somebody to do it. Um, and Blizzard have been doing it just as part of their marketing. Um, so they did a Christmas one. I think I'd struggle to care any less about this story. You know what? It would be even worse if it was like, oh, you know what? I used to play World of Warcraft. I say used to. I'm probably going to start up again in a bit. Um, and like, oh, I wish they, they made one of the characters. No, that would mean some people would be even angrier. Cause, um, ugh. You found like- out that one of the characters was an orc or something. <laughs> it's like yeah. you know, like I I don't care. Good, there's representation, and like there's so many other female ah, characters for you to like whack throat. over. Hang on, I think I think throat. Tracer was the was the sexy one, wasn't it? And uh, they changed the. She was the one. Uh, yeah, she was the one that there was. She's uh, got there a was bottom, controversy she? for. So she had a she's the one yeah. they were fapping away to. Then they found out that they wouldn't have been able to have sex with her had she been a real human. And that's yes, the issue. and now they're very angry, either just simply because of that fact, or because not only of that fact, but that they weren't told it earlier on. I mean, I have seen people on Twitter talking about something called a tracer, which I thought was like an app, and uh, and 
people being gay. And it's like Grinder. It's making more sense now that I know the context of that. Yes. It has been. Um, uh, so what else are people? Uh, what else are people angry about? Because I think this may be more interesting. Yeah. So uh, people are really angry that uh, a man who is is who's who's been known up until now as Marine A uh, has not been granted bail. Uh, pending his appeal for murder. Yeah. So he was a gentleman who was accused of murdering a guy in Iraq uh, mm. while he was on, in service out there. And uh, he has now launched an appeal and he may see that conviction reduced to manslaughter yeah. on the grounds of diminished responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and he went to court and said, I'd quite like to be allowed to not be in prison, please, until you hear my appeal. And the court said, well, we don't normally do that and we don't see any reason to change our processes now. Is this uh, Marine A, is he in America? No, no this is okay. English. Do we have Marines as well? Yeah, with the Royal Marines, isn't it? Royal Marines, oh, okay. Even I knew that. Well, I'm not really into into armies and, and boatmen and things like that. But a lot of people have got extremely angry, and as far as I can tell, none of them have actually read the judgment that the court handed down saying why they weren't I expect bail. they're angry because this is this is exactly what the European Union does, isn't well, it? Yeah. Apparently he's now a political prisoner um, because the, they don't understand the what that, that word just, means. Just judicially executed a... Uh, yeah, this is a man who, on video, um, shot a dying Taliban soldier and said, shuffle off this mortal coil, you cunt, it's nothing you wouldn't do to us, and then said, I just broke the Geneva Convention, let's not tell anyone, eh? And then he said, but it, it, he didn't. Even yeah, though his he was on video doing is, it. is that it diminished responsibility because of, you know, uh, I don't know what right, his exact to war is horrible. Are, basically, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But yeah, worst case, like best case scenario, he gets it used to manslaughter. Yeah, like, they're not going to let him off. But you go through the appeal process; you don't just get let out because you might yeah. get. Yeah. But people are very angry that he hasn't been granted bail because they reckon he definitely should because they're you know very very well read legal scholars. I don't even think you could get bail in the UK. Yeah, I thought it was an American thing. Uh, well, in, in America, it's more sort of paid for, but you do get bailed in the UK if um, if you're not a flight risk and such. Yeah, if you're not considered a flight risk and you're not considered a danger to the public, then it's... I mean, Dan is essentially 80% of his time on police bail. <laughs> but it's it's very uncommon if you're pending appeal. Mm. Yeah, if you've, been, if you've gone to jail, they don't just let you out because you might get out. Yeah, exactly. The only situation they do it... So at the moment he's in jail and might be going to prison... Yeah. It, yeah, well, okay, it's yeah. kind of like inertia. If wherever you are, you stay there until the appeal. Yeah. The only situation they tend to grant bail is where, if the appeal was successful, then the chances are that the time between like now and the appeal being heard would have meant you'd spent more time in prison than you would have done if you, you know, if you got let off the the sentence. So if it's like, oh, we can't hear your appeal for six months, and if you get let off, then you'll have spent like two years in prison by this point. And they will sometimes grant you bail on the basis that it's not fair to make you stay in prison for another six months when there's a reasonable chance that you might not be guilty. But under most circumstances, you're not going to get bail if you're on appeal. Because, yeah, like you said, you've already gone to prison. You've already been convicted of the crime. Now, I'm going to be Um, quite controversial here. And I'm going to say that I expect British troops to abide by international law 
when they are doing <sighs> fighting and that if they don't abide by international law and possibly UK law, then they should be um, held accountable by so due process. So are you suggesting that having um, a, a mortally wounded enemy combatant uh, at your mercy, you shouldn't be allowed to shoot him in the head? Um, I, I think that we should expect troops that serve us, the British, to abide by very high standards. Well, you're a, you're a leftist. Yeah, yeah, I'm one of these... You're just, you're just another remote... You're a libtard. I'm one of these so, crazy... Uh, can't take it. Yeah, libtards. Um, you're, you're an elitist, Chris? Yeah, yeah I think problem. I am part of We're sick of experts like you. Coming over here with your facts and your knowledge... I've heard that um, calling people sort of uh, a liberal elite has now become a dog whistle for being part of this sort of mass Jewish conspiracy, of of, of sort of sort of part of part of the the anti-Semitism and um, yeah, I, I'm very happy to be to be lumped in with that. That's that's fine. Yeah, yeah it is kind of a, a weird one when you've got people like. Um, Jacob Rees-Mogg going on about the liberal elite, mm. uh, trying to tell us what to do. It's like you you had a, a you know you, you you had a fucking nanny, uh, mm. like yeah, but he's not liberal. Him. That's the difference. Yeah, he's conservative yeah, he's, elite. Yeah, yeah, he's just a, and he's an idiot as well. He, that's he's not the good a, elite. He's not one of those experts. He's a he's a fucking tool. What, what did he so in, study? In... Well, he doesn't he doesn't do anything. He's a complete waste of space. But his nanny. Mm. His nanny, that I, uh, she possibly wet nursed him. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, she did. She did. Wow. She, um, Fucking hell. She still lives with him, and has raised yeah. his children. She still wet nurses him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jacob Rees-Mogg looks older than my dad. Yeah. And my dad's like seven years older than him. Well, he he is a Tory MP, so he's mm. possibly looking to do some adultery. If you're looking for this this rich man to, uh, to oh yeah, betray Jacob yeah. Rees-Mogg would be bang up for that. And on top of that, after you're done, you can sell the story to the papers. Yeah, I'm a bit sad now because I was born on the same day as Jacob Rees-Mogg. Oh, your birthday twins. You oh, your birthday twins with Jacob yeah. Rees-Mogg. That means he's got he uh, owes you a, a, a favour. <laughs> he can. He. Oh, maybe I can get a British passport. No, that's too much. No, you want a European passport? But that would upset him. Yeah. I have one. Well, there you go. You're winning. Got it right here next to me. European passports are so useful, aren't they? I really love having a European passport. Oh, I have a screaming child. Yeah. I apologise. Oh, uh, what have you done? Uh, I had a child. Why? Did, why does your child scream at this time of night? Uh, I think at the moment because she's teething. Oh, teething shit, isn't it? Should we have um, the parenting section of the podcast? Well, we can do. Oh, I can actually contribute to that. Fantastic. Uh, so, how old is your spawn now? Eight, eight uh, months? She's nine, nine and a half months. Nine and a half months. So she won't be standing yet. No. Uh, it's very difficult to remember. When was nine and a half months? That would have been... June. Yeah, they don't do anything until they're about one. Yeah, no, she's just she's just started like moving around 
Mm. Um, like you just put her on the floor and you come back and she's like halfway across the living room and you're not quite sure how. My boy child has started walking now. What's what's the total lad Josh been up to? I love the I love the bands he gets up to. He's uh, he's been doing a lot of shouting today. That's been tremendous yeah. fun. Um, he, yeah, he can walk now, uh, and he says no, and he says that a lot. <laughs> like if you say, and he does a, a pig noise whenever he sees Peppa Pig or something that he perceives to be within the shared universe of Peppa Pig, <laughs> which means any kind of cartoon. Uh, and he, as soon as he sees a, an animated character, he'll go. Because <laughs> that's how he does pig noises. Why? Why? And say so, yes. And but sometimes you'll go into a shop and he'll just go, <laughs> and you have to sort of look around because it means there will be a picture of Peppa Pig somewhere in that shop that he has seen, <laughs> and he is—he's like a like a homing pigeon, maybe missile. Yeah. Uh, those are the two home homing things. And uh, yeah, so he he, he likes likes that and um he's got some trucks for christmas which he uh, can push around the room and go brum, 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 which is quite good fun yeah excellent but um yeah well, nine nine months old i don't think they're really doing that they're rubbish aren't no they? well it's gonna it's one of the, it's gonna be the sort of weird first christmas where she doesn't give a shit about what's going on yeah hmm yeah because izzy was izzy was that age at her first christmas my youngest and nephew's about 18 months old and um, that's quite a fun time, I think. Yeah, you know the little Britain character that um, is the sort of in the I think sort of mental hospital, um, and just sort the of one goes, goes up ah, to something ah, and goes ah, 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 and just just does just yeah. destroys Matt things. Lucas? No, it's Williams that one. Yeah, that's. I don't know. It always like I tried watching Little Britain once, and it's like, okay, so David Williams. Shit, Matt Lucas acting like a disabled person. Yeah, that's that's bad. That it. sums it up pretty yeah. much. Yeah. 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 Was that it to do your citizenship test? Was that revision? <laughs> I I don't have a citizenship yet. Well, it's because you haven't watched enough Little Britain. I I wish I could just watch Forty Towers or like Monty Python, something yeah, actually that's... good. No, no, we don't do anything good anymore, so that would be irrelevant. You need to watch uh, Mrs. Brown's Boys. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> no, no, no. Chris, that's, that is really cruel. That's a really mean trick to play. The, yeah. Yeah, so my, my nephew, is he basically just, just runs around the house destroying things, uh, which is great fun. Um, and the other thing he did that was very good is I bought my brother-in-law some Guinness for his birthday and uh, my little nephew climbed up onto the chair um, pointed at the Guinness and just went Guinness and then tried to <laughs> open it and um, I'm going to tell people that that was his first word I know it wasn't hmm. but I think it makes a better story Josh punches me in the balls quite a lot now <laughs> See, oh, wow. he is such a lad that's just just, just, yeah, pants, it's just it? pants. Just pants. <laughs> just like, oi, oi, punch this guy in the balls. I'm looking forward to taking him to Magaluf when he's 13. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, Sorry, I'm like 23 and Magaluf sounds terrifying. Y- yeah, it does to me as well. Because, yeah. like, Adam will know this. Like, uh, I imagine you've been to Cyprus, I mean, at least once. Um, uh, a lot of times. Yeah, so Ayanapa just 
yeah. terrifies me. No, it's it. I I've always assumed it would be a horrifying place. I've not. I've never actually been there in a. I've been through it, but I have not been there in a party. We, we never went to Magaluf, but some of our friends that we were in sixth form with uh, went, and they all called it Shagaloof, which means which yeah. makes me think we we must have missed out because it sounds like a really sophisticated place. On the VDs. Sorry, the STIs. Oh, yeah. I'd have loved to have got a bit of gonorrhea. <laughs> yeah, missed my chance now. Well, like, there's a lovely marine museum in Ayanapa. <laughs> hmm. I don't I know. I didn't uh, take any uh, drugs in pill form either, which maybe is something I'd have missed out on. I would have done quite a lot of that, I would imagine, in Magaluf. Well, I think we would still qualify for 18 to 30s holidays, wouldn't we? I don't think they're picky, are they? Well, no, it's 18 to 30, not 18 to in your 30s. No, I think it's 18 to 30s. But it, oh, if an 18-year-old went on holiday and they found a bunch of 39-year-olds, they, <laughs> they would be asking for a refund before they... <laughs> I mean, knowing my friends, they'd probably try to shag them. Well, there you go. That's... Oh, well, then maybe we do need to... But all my friends are men. Right, oh. well, that's not putting me off. I mean, you know... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Any holes are going, all right, lads, why, why? <laughs> but uh, maybe uh, Saga, by the time we get to that point, they'll be doing, like, um, Ibiza and Ionapa and Magaluf. And, oh, yeah, um, it'll be like, retro, remember this tours. <laughs> oh. In fact, that isn't even a joke, because that is definitely going to happen. Yes. Provided yeah. machines allow us into that sector. Well... Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Well, so in the spirit of moving this podcast on, because we're at an hour and a half, um, I was at a children's party recently, and I became involved in something that you may know as the hokey cokey. Congratulations! And I have got to tell you that that is the most fun I have had for at least ten years. And why do grown-ups not do the hokey cokey anymore? What is the hokey cokey? Okay, so this is um, a, a, a folk ritual in the UK um, where you all hold hands and it starts by you put your left leg in and then you take it out again, you put it in again, then you take it out again, then you shake it all about, then you do the hokey cokey, which is never fully explained, <laughs> uh, but then you turn around and that is literally what it's all about. And then it goes, oh, the hokey hokey. And as you're going, oh, the hokey hokey, you all sort of run at each other. <laughs> but you stop before you make contact. And then you wave your arms up in the air. But you're still holding hands with somebody. And then you all run backwards. And they go, oh, the hokey hokey. And then you run into each other. It's so much fun. Um, I think. doesn't sound like fun to me. But then again, well, I, I don't like touching strangers. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a big part of it, really. Knees bent, yeah. arms stretched. Ra, ra, ra. Ra, ra, ra. Ra, ra, ra. Means clap, yeah. clap, clap. I think ra is uh, the pagan for clap. Was it as prolific as the Macarena? Oh, much more so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this, this is, you know, this is uh, Macarena without all the bullshit. But what about Chico time? No, our Chico time is bullshit compared to the Hokey Hokey, mate. I actually don't know what Chico time is. It's just something like a few friends of mine, like, what you know, is, I know, here's a reference you'll get. Is that, uh, I don't know what it's called, but it goes, Maya hee, Maya. <laughs> oh, God. oh, my God. That is, that surely, 
that is your generation's Macarena. No, no, no. Macarena is my generation's Macarena. Well, what the uh, fuck is our Macarena? It was our it's probably Macarena, like a do it. Like, we're, no, we're, like we're actually in the same no, generation. No, if no, you were born in no, 1980 no, and afterwards, no, you're a no, millennial. I'm not having it. I'm not having it. That sounds it's like impossible. the kind of bollocks that we'd have said on this podcast previously, and therefore is a lie. Mm. No, 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 no. I checked it. Like, no, it my, just sounded, my friend no. Steve, he's 36, and he wouldn't believe me that he was a millennial. I'm kind of like, we did actually get exposed to similar media in the 90s. Maybe you got exposed to, you know, the more adult media, and I got exposed to the, you know, more. I mean, he would know what Eurotrash was for a start, wouldn't he? Yeah. Huh? He'd know what Eurotrash was. Yes, he would. I think I asked him, like, Steve, what's Eurotrash? I'm like, oh, why are you talking about I that? I bet he, he instantly got a semi. <laughs> 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 that is the power know. of Eurotrash. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't looking that way. It, well, I tell you, I, me, Chris, and Adam have all got semis now just because we thought of Eurotrash. <laughs> That's how that's how powerful that was. Anton de Coes was a very very powerful shaman, much like Jules Holmes. I mean, especially especially in, especially in the days when you know that, that was that was it. There was four TV channels. There was no internet. If you wanted to have a wank on the internet, you had to wait for it to dial up, and a JPEG would it would take as long to load a JPEG as it does now to load a video. That's how shit the internet was for doing a wank. Yeah, I I, I know I know. It was impossible. Dial up. Like I used dial up for a long time. Right. Like So you so you can appreciate if Eurotrash was on TV, that was the answer to all your problems. Um, it was usually Dragon Ball Z for me. Oh well that wouldn't help. Like, <laughs> no, no. I had to watch Barney before it though, because like No, definitely couldn't do that. No. I was gonna say I could maybe if I really tried have a wank to anime, but not Barney. Oh, Barney was absolutely terrible. Like, the only reason I watched it is because you know how um, British TV, it's very, um, like, a program will start at 10. Okay, it might start at, like, 30 seconds past 10. But, you know, it still starts at 10. Separate TV never did that, like. So I had to watch Barney so that I didn't miss Dragon Ball Z. Did you have no schedules? You just have to just watch television until your show it starts. It's a lot more kind of a laissez-faire approach to uh, scheduling. Yeah, like oh, this ad's like two minutes longer than it should be. Ah, that's all right. If I switch over to BBC One and I have to watch more than twenty seconds of EastEnders, I am furious. Mm. Uh, I could not cope with that. I mean, just it shouldn't be necessary with modern technology. Yeah, EastEnders is fucking awful. Oh, oh no, 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 no! I I had to watch Coronation Street once. That's less awful, but it is still is that, bad. I, I don't think I've ever watched Coronation Street. Oh yeah, because like, you really hate Northerners. Apparently, That's people true. call it Coro or something <laughs> like that. Uh, Corrie is what idiots call it. Yes. Oh, Corrie. See, I, the lady that was like saying Corrie was from Derbyshire, so that's yeah. why I said I had Coro. I mean, it's no neighbours, is it? Well, nothing is. Yeah. His name was the Australian soap opera. Yeah, the, the best soap opera. Well, Hollyoaks is a rival, isn't it? Oh, Hollyoaks. I, I really, really enjoyed Hollyoaks for a long time. Not even ironically, I just thought it was great. Yeah, I mean, but Na- Neighbours is on Channel 5, which is a big downer, but... Hollyoaks was yeah. always good for a uh, hungover Sunday morning 
Um, mm. There's big. There Shuffy. is big neighbours news. Is uh, oh, yeah. D is making a return? Fuck me! Is she going to be a Salvation Army? I don't know. I was literally thinking about this the other day. That if you die in the sea in neighbours, that is not the end. <laughs> but do, do you remember how she died? Is that that they'd got married, her and Toadie, and they were driving along. It was a completely straight yeah, road. A perfectly straight and road. He, and then suddenly... he leant over and gave her a little kiss. And then he suddenly looked up and there was this really sharp bend on I, the top of a cliff. I, I used the picture of them going over the cliff as one of the podcast um, header images once. Okay. When we were talking about Dan driving the podcast and how it was not going well. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then they landed in like completely flat, calm sea. And Toadie got out of yeah, the car. Yeah, she disappeared. She, she just disappeared. Said, well, she's become a mermaid. I know it. <laughs> I knew it. I called it. I called it. It's 15 years ago. She becomes a mermaid. Yeah. So anyway, that's big neighbours news. Mm. So in the interest of this actually being the Christmas special, because Christmas is on Sunday? Shit. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it is. Was that, yeah. was that America, so, uh, Australian intonation? Were you asking yeah. a question or telling us? No, no, no. <laughs> it's just kind of like, yeah, it, it is on Sunday. Like... Um, so what are your plans for Christmas? So Christmas is on Sunday. It's going to be Christmas soon. <laughs> I think you might find it's going to be Christmas. That's Australian. I know oh, like, this um, oh. this this uh, paint thinner and this little amaretto has got a fucking kick to it. <laughs> Uh, I've only had a hot toddy. What's a hot toddy? Is that whiskey that's been it's microwaved? Like a measure of whiskey, uh, equal parts lemon, fresh lemon juice, some form of sweetener. I use the garve nectar because I'm a vegan, and um, hot water to top it off. Why wouldn't you drink something nice? It's nice. I like it. What, what makes it's it hot? Whiskey, why is it a hot that boiling toddy? water? Well, where did the boiling water come from? That's part of it. Well, you said it was whiskey and lemon juice. Yeah. Do you boil whiskey in the kettle? <laughs> no, no, no. You boil wa- you boil water as if you're going to make tea. Um, then in your mug you put whiskey, um, lemon juice, some honey? form of sweetener. Yeah, honey is actually the usual sweetener. But I don't eat honey. Uh, oh, you don't want to exploit the, you don't want to exploit the bumblebees, not the bumblebees, the honeybees. No. Oh, that's interesting because yeah. So, do, as a um, vegan, do you not have any honey? No. Because um, is this is that a grey area for vegans, or have I misunderstood? No, it's, it's very uh, clear. You're you're exploiting the the work of the animal. The thing about honey is that um, I see. I'm not very well researched on it. It's because um, you actually destroy where the bees are living. I see. Okay. Um, I understood it is is the bees aren't sort of farmed in the same way. So I thought it was some vegans think it's okay and some don't. But I don't. I don't. Some know people call themselves vegan think it's okay. Yeah, that's uh, fucking um, pretenders. Um, I honestly, I, I'm pretty lax about it. Like, if mm. so, I, if someone's like, I'm not lax with myself, but I wouldn't tell someone, oh, you're not a true vegan because you eat honey. Because like, you're not militant. Every, every little thing that you do to, like, 
to help preserve the environment for you know yeah. further like the generations that are going to come after after you that's fine like yeah. um so i've got a friend and they they stopped eating red meat that's great mm. Mm. yeah yeah my um my wife is a vegetarian um and she uh she did eat fish uh you think well that's a bit dodgy and now she eats uh chicken and bacon <laughs> and uh she's tried a little bit of beef um I'm not sure she can really qualify as a vegetarian anymore. That's someone who doesn't like pork. That's not a vegetarian. <laughs> I think. Oh no! I think she's willing to try that. She's had ham. Yeah. So it's like sort of a grey area, isn't it? She's sort of a vegetarian, isn't she? I respect vegans more than I respect vegetarians. Well, I think I think perhaps perhaps she's lapsed, like a lapsed. Catholic. I think if you're if if you're vegetarian but not vegan, I think you're doing it half-assed. Yeah. I think not really. I, 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 I'm more respect for vegans. I think vegetarians say, "Well, I'm, I'm, I don't want to kill the animal, but I'm happy to eat its eggs and its milk and and treat it, you know, farm it." And it's, uh, I think, mean, if, if you're going to do it, you should do it all the way. The thing is, being vegan isn't really that hard. I don't answer, "Oh, so much respect for you for being vegan," and like, you know what? Like, it's not hard for me. It might be uh, hard for someone. Like, some people like. I, th- I think it would be hard if you like really like bacon, but oh yeah, I I don't like bacon at all. But then That's again, easy, isn't it? I I used to really like you know a bloody steak. Like I used to eat raw red meat, but I kind of uh I whatever when <laughs> my uh, my second my my boy uh, can't have dairy, and so that kind of fucked our what was our standard diet because we realized that so much stuff that we didn't expect had milk in it. And that made me think that going vegan must be to start with very difficult because you've got to kind of learn what you can and can't have. It's not just a case of, well, that that wouldn't have milk in it because you find out that a lot of stuff that you wouldn't expect to have animal products in would do. I I know a vegan that uh, takes great delight in, in pointing that out to people. So they will go into a shop and say, are your candles vegan? And when the shop assistant says, yes, I think so, we'll say, no, they're not. I've checked on the internet. This is not a vegan product. Um, well, that person sounds like a cunt. Oh, cum. wow, that's really, like... That, that person is an asshole. Well, well um, I, think, I think their approach to veganism um, is uh, to mainstream vegetarianism as ISIS is to Islam. That they, they're just <laughs> such an extremist. <laughs> Yeah, that, it sounds like it. And like, do they, do they, are they advocating for the death of the West as well? Is that part of their veganism? Well, doesn't doesn't everyone advocate for the death of the West? Now? Well, I yeah. I wouldn't mind. I it. certainly do. No, not really. Um, I I do. I mean, for for the, if for the purposes of any intelligence agencies <laughs> listening to this podcast, a we're sorry. Well, I mean, B, that, that was a big thing this week, wasn't it? That um, the secretary for Brexit has. A, apply to the EU court of uh, I don't know common sense Justice. to say that um, the IP bill is bullshit yes an actual secretary for Brexit mm. uh, there is because they had to make it look like they were doing something yeah and he's they didn't uh, have an actual plan and he's, so uh, he's exactly what you'd expect no they don't but they can now say well there's a bloke who's in charge of it so don't look at us it's his job 
So uh, I'm, but they've, uh, also, I'm... they've also cleverly split responsibility between three people in addition to the Prime Minister, so that if you ask him a question, he can say, well, I'm not dealing with that bit, you need to speak to one of the other guys. So I'd like to take you back in time by seven days and uh, remind you that Dan recently signed up to a website. <laughs> yes! And... <laughs> yes! <laughs> And the website that, that presumably Dan... he still doesn't know about because I imagine he still hasn't listened to. No, no, I think he's aware. Uh, the, Dan, the website that Dan signed up to is called uh, RateMyDick.net, and he made a comment on a certain Mr. Buddy Partners art. And I'm just trying to find the picture of the thing with the weird stuff attached to it. <laughs> you mean the foreskin? Well, yeah, but he's sort of got electrodes and stuff plugged in. Yeah, it was some weird, some weird. I think potato clock was the closest that we got. To. I've got an answer to our burning question. Oh, brilliant! What is it? Um, well, oh. uh, ah, here we go. Right, this is the one with the with the electrodes attached. So, uh, just a, a quick recap: is Daniel Mercer ten said, <laughs> "Great dick." Forgive me, but what is the device into which it's inserted? Big fan. Follow all your picks. Do you take requests? Get back to me. D. So Buddy Partner has replied, and he said, PES unit, Paradise Electrostimulation. Please see www.medicaltoys.com. Glad to see foreskin fetish and fun of such great stimulation. Are you uncut as well? Buddy Partner. So I think we need to leave a reply. But also we need to go to medicaltoys.com, which sounds less exciting than... uh, it could be, and this is this is the first time I've I've been there. Oh, they got pegging toys. Oh, brilliant! Wait, medical toys. Do- oh no, see. Yeah, I think medical is is misleading. I mean, no, no, no. Because like toys when I be. typed medical toys into Google, and I got like Playmobil <laughs> and shit like uh, for children, but then it's like the first uh, the first hit on the website is the actual ooh. So P E S. Ooh, I've had a speculum in me. That is not nice. It's really cold. Well, what the fuck is a speculum? It's the thing that they use to dilate your. What the fuck they, is that? They use it to like dilate your um, vagina so that you, they can like swab it. Is that why you had it in? Because like, yeah, because like. Um, it wasn't just a bit of fun. Like my doctor this looks didn't like this believe is me that I had just like, like problems it. with lady problems, and he thought, oh, it's it's probably because you've been having unprotected. It's like I've not had sex in months, mate. And but he's like, mm, 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 I know best. You probably have an STI. I was like, no, I don't. So I had to get swabbed for an STI, and that's what they used to dilate my um, vagina. Is it, uh, like, pneumatic? It looks like it pumps up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, they, they put it in, and it opens up. Jeez. It's like it's like the thing, uh, um, like, car But this, this website is selling it as fun stuff. Clitoris pumping? What? <laughs> What's um? What's medical about a gag? <laughs> or is it like a, a sort of like it clips that goes over the ears? It's just like a. So I'm gonna have to Google PES unit because but PES unit is just coming out of pro evolution soccer. <laughs> I don't yeah. think that's what it is. Oh wow! I just saw a picture of a man inserting something into his urethra. 
Mm. <laughs> a pez is an ancient Roman unit of length that roughly corresponds to a foot. Well, I mean, that's not... We've seen photographic evidence. We know that's not it. <laughs> so oh. I, I think it's an electrical stimulation thing. That's my... Is that like one of those... Oh, the, the things they used to have on, like, the... Um... The sort of infomercials on Channel Four, where you like, you know, get yeah, fit yeah, by exactly that, your abs and it not. electrocutes you. Yeah, that's it. I think. I think it electrocutes you, Willy. Okay. Does it like? Is that for like a fitness thing? No, for uh, getting off thing. Presumably. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh hang on. Like, it'd be like a pulsation, wouldn't it? I think. Have you used a, um, a tens machine? No, uh, we didn't. Sort of like, look to pain. They they go on your back and they make you. Yeah, they use, they, well, they they offer them for um, childbirth as well. Yeah, they sort of make you tense, but it's kind of it, it tenses the muscles underneath, and yeah, then it relieves pain. I guess it's that for but for your your old uh, your old chap. Oh God! Oh oh, is that what it looks like when it's in? Oh, what are you looking at? <laughs> oh, like a speculum. And then it's like ultimate <laughs> anal spreader. Uh, oh, the no, ultimate. That's no, no, um, an average one. <laughs> oh, oh, the human body is disgusting. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's more the people that do this to her. I, I should have gone incognito to look at medicaltoys.com, shouldn't I? <laughs> no, I think it's funny. You're just doing some research for your doctor. Well, all the porn I read, this is fine. So, anyway, in, in answer to your big. Burning question, Chris. It's um, a thing that electrodes your your willy. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Which is, oh. I'm, I'm going to have adverts for them popping up on Facebook now, aren't I? <laughs> I mean, Facebook have got you down. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, that's what Dan's been up to this week. Yeah, Chris. I feel it's necessary to point out this this car journey has taken a lot longer than you said it would. We're not really yeah. going anywhere, have we? Christmas. Chris, you you were going to do a Christmas special at some point. <laughs> I, I, I think we maybe should just give up. What do you think? I'm, I'm just waiting to see how, through the magic of editing, Chris manages to turn this into a tight 30-minute Christmas theme podcast. I can't imagine any of this will be cut out because I can't imagine he'll be able to figure out how. <laughs> what, what, what are you guys planning on doing during like the holiday period? Like, when do you get off work? Well, I, I've, I finish now. I'm uh, I'm on my holly bobs, uh, and I went to Guildford to see my parents, and now I've got that out of the way, and I can start enjoying myself. Because Guildford is um, Guildford's uh, an awful place. I'm going to just just vacate the vacate the driving momentarily to go to the toilet. Uh, so you just carry on, free <laughs> wheel. Um, just coast. Yeah, we'll carry on on the hard shoulder, just kind of steering us into the bend. It'll be fine. Uh, while we're on this downhill, you have a quick wee. Yeah, I'll see you in a bit. Yeah, uh, yeah I went to... And Guildford's just... It's just full of cunts. And everyone I... Yeah. Well, nearly everyone we went to school with, that we're still friends with, has left Guildford. And I think that tells you all you need to know about the place. Because it's just full of entitled arseholes. I've been there, it's very posh, and the person I visited when I went there, uh, like, he was gloating about the university, and I'm kind of like, mate, it's not even a Russell Group university, shut up. Oh, it's a shit university. University isn't even, like, there's no connection between Guildford and the University of Surrey, except that it happens to be just outside of the city, well, not even, it's not even a city, it's just outside town centre. it's in the city, it's just a campus, though. Yeah, but it's just outside, it's not even, it's not even close to town centre. 
No. Oh, really? Because um, I thought where uh, we went was the town centre, but then again, what do I know? I don't really like Guildford, you but... You go to the town centre, it's a, like quite a steep, cobbled road. But the, the yeah. students don't even really go into the town centre, so you don't even get the sort no. of the, the boom in trade that having a, a university would give to a town. Well, no, they're all too busy going to the cathedral. Yeah. I, uh, I once went to the uh, university to visit my friend because I remembered that he lived there and I was really drunk. And me and Chris went there and we got chased by some security guards and they told us that we kicked a vending machine and they said that they had it on, on video and would we like to go with them to watch that film? And we said, yeah, okay, because we know we definitely didn't do it and it sounds nice and it might be warm in there, so let's go and watch a film with them. And then they backed out of that lie pretty quickly uh, and said that they hadn't, but they knew it was definitely us. And we said, well, why would we kick a vending machine? And they couldn't explain why we would have done that. Uh, and then we tried to run away from them, but they kind of did this clever pincer movement and came in around us while we were hiding behind a hedge <laughs> and said that we needed to leave. Um, uh-huh. I think you're, you're retelling a story and I was involved. And I, yeah, I, this is when we went to see Richard at university. I don't think you're quite. Uh, you're and then quite we were in danger of sobering up. We had to get a, a can of shandy out of the vending machine. Um, and I think that's when we ended up walking into Guildford about six o'clock in the morning, sobering up and really regretting not having gone home. That was actually the same night that we saw the guy pissing through the letterbox at the estate agents, I think. Yeah, the, the hiding behind a hedge. Um, you, you run off successfully. I fell over a hedge that was about a foot and a half high. So, yeah. just lying on the ground. <laughs> I'm going for another wee now. You, you can tag me back in. Uh, can we just... I think, I think it's... Chris, it's probably time to accept that we don't know where we're going <laughs> yeah. and we're never going to arrive. Well, what would, how did Graham get from what are you doing this Christmas to this is something me and Chris did uh, a long time he ago? Said he went to visit his parents in Guildford and then we got into Guildford and then he got to the university and how shit the university was and then we got to the university and Graham being drunk and security guards and you came mm. in that. Yeah. Their clever pincer movement fault. was I think they just, just followed us. They possibly ran. They possibly just walked fast <laughs> as we ran away. Um, and I, I fell over a small box hedge. Mm. Yeah. So, what what are you two doing for Christmas? I... Not a lot, really. Yeah. I'm getting back home, and hopefully my grandmother will not force me to eat meat. That's yeah. about it. Oh, also trying not to, um... Uh, what's the word? Um... Cause family rifts. Okay. Because I'm really good at doing that. So I have two questions. Firstly, yeah, uh, I don't have a big extended family, and most of the rest of my family are dead. So I, I don't have to worry <laughs> about loads of in laws that are going to be quite racist and annoy me. Oh, that's sad. Uh, oh, we, we have a huge extended family. Like, I think Christmas we're going to my grandmother's because she's in a wheelchair. Um, so she can't move. Um, and my uncles are coming. I'm back yeah. again. I, okay, um, I have two questions uh, for Stavrina. The first one is, what is a traditional Christmas day like in Cyprus? You don't have turkey and some sort of uh, pigs in blankets. Ah, see, you have roast okay, pigs in blankets... I'd never seen until last year when my friend, uh, when I made Christmas dinner, 
And my friend's like, we're not having pigs in blankets. I'm kind of, you're having Brussels sprouts, bacon and walnuts. That's really, like, that's pork. Walnuts. And I was like, I wasn't even aware what a pig in blanket was. I thought it was like a tiny sausage roll. Right. But, appa- but apparently it's a tiny sausage wrapped in really thin bacon. Um, it's a dead pig wrapped in another bit of a dead pig. Yeah. I mean, that is um, pretty serial killer shit <laughs> kinda um, so, but my grandmother she worked in a hotel that catered to British people so she she's really on like yeah gammon with um, like what's it called pineapple and uh, she she likes turkey I think, and cranberry sauce like mm. I, so it's very like I think it's a very British version of like what um a Christmas dinner would be like, but I, some people have souvla, and I imagine Adam knows what souvla is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that sometimes happens. Um, but we do have like the odd, well, not the odd, like we do have like very Greek and Cypriot side dishes. Oh, okay. So the turkey's still there, but other stuff. Turkey, cranberry sauce, and maybe gammon and pineapple. Right. And those are the British stuff. Like, she'll make stuffing, but it's nothing like British stuffing. It's made out of rice, um, some form of fruit, and um, chicken livers. Oh. So what what do you eat on Christmas? I don't know what I will be eating this Christmas. Probably loads of salad. Mm. Some do, you, uh, do, you, do you have nut roast? Because that just seems like um, I don't actually know what a nut roast is, but I'm pretty sure if I found a recipe online, I could make one. Ah, uh, you know what? I might actually take some wheat gluten with me to Cyprus just to make myself some fake meat. You should have some Huel. That shit sounds disgusting. Mm, like yeah. I have to take protein powder because I go to the gym and I'm trying to get stronger because, to, you know, it's like us. a very futile activity. Because like if you think about it, you're only wanting to get stronger to lift bigger weights, to then lift even yeah, bigger weights. Yeah, it's a waste of time. Yeah. Um, but it's really good and for it, bone density. But you keep uh, going. Eventually, you can lift up the entire planet. That's the logical extension. Well, now I have a purpose because I, I also used to pole dance and my friend, who's a very tiny man, uh, wants to wants to do pole doubles and I'll be the base and he'll be flying. So, not literally flying, but that's what they call the... the... Well, maybe. I don't know a lot about pole dancing. Um, you You do like a double act. How does that work? Yeah, you can. Um... You're either doing, like, a complimentary dance or you're both on the pole together. Like, this is doubles moves. So one acts as the base and one acts as the flyer. And what that means is it's like how, you know, ice skating doubles where one person holds the other one up. But you're both on a pole. So your tiny man friend is going to hold on to the pole and you're just going to spin him around like... um... What's what's that game with bats? No, I'll probably be holding on to the, the pole, pole, and he'll be holding on to me. What? So he's he's way he's far really far out. Yeah, like I. Is he in like, the air? There's a, 
kind of yeah sometimes like also like it's it makes sense for me to be the base because like i'm like i'm like 10 kilograms like more than he is he's a very tiny man isn't he he is like um he's very slim and also he's shorter than i am i'm i'm not that tall i'm like about five nine so but mm. yeah he's like five six Chris, yeah. are we nearly there yet? Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah. I, I need to be at the we're, four. We're, kind of, um, we're getting on for Geek News radio territory. In this I think, episode, I think what's we? happened is that basically um, I really had no interest in progressing this, this project at all. I've just... Uh, this is my basic tactic for meetings is I've just just wasted time. Well, yeah, unfortunately, you're... you're Damaging your if own Dan's interest. If Dan's not available, available next week, I'm like I'm going to be driving like a dictator. Right. If no. you'll have me again. Yeah, I mean, fuck Dan. Basically, we're not. He's not invited back. I mean, he's, we need he's, something because Chris has just been a catastrophe this week. Well, I wasn't prepared because it wasn't really my week, was it? So uh, I've deliberately done it badly as a protest. Is uh, Dan like enough. the lawyer one? Yeah. By the way? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, he sounds like a Tory. Oh, he yeah, he does, not he? Yeah. He is. Well, maybe he is. He's, he's, he is a signed-up member of the Labour Party. I wouldn't rule it out, though. Yeah, I think he probably did that by accident. <laughs> or, or maybe just to try and pretend he's not a Tory. I'd like to end this episode with an in-memoriam section of all of the people what got dead in 2016. Yeah. So, well, you want to be... do that now, do you? You know, at the yeah. end of like '90s, um, like uh, video games, TV shows, where they do like a high-speed data dump thing. You no, no, no. I'd rather do it like the Baptist, where everyone has to sit in no, silence you should def- you should and just look do it, like, respectful really, for twenty you should minutes. Just have it all recorded, and then like Chris can just speed it up so the whole thing gets done in like. 30 okay, well, seconds. Chris, if you could figure out how to speed this up, then you're welcome to do that. <laughs> so, to do. Is, so you're reading David out Bowie. just a big list, are you? Alan well, Rickman. you can remove all the chatter Sir in Terry between Wogan. toilet breaks. So, but he's he's, he's he's just doing it once we talk. Paul Daniels. Yeah, but that's fine. You'll get separate audio Ronnie channels, Corbett. so you can just pull his audio out if you Denise want to. Denise Robertson. Is this every person David who's Guest. died or every famous person? Victoria Wood. Well, not every person who's died. That would take fucking eight. <laughs> well, what? Prince. How did you how did you choose who to who to add and who not to add? It's just whoever's on the uh, the Telegraph website that I found. Oh, okay. Oh, Carla shit. Alan Rickman's dead. Well, yeah. yeah, like for nearly a year. <laughs> he he um he sort of snuck in <laughs> under the David Bowie radar, didn't he? Anton Yelchin. Oh yeah. Carolina Hearn. Kenny Bay. I don't know who Kenny Bay. I think you need to start again. I missed some. Gene Wilder. No, I think we're giving him the appropriate respect. Alexis Arquette. Bobby V. Pete Burns. Leonard Cohen. Oh, it doesn't have December. Who died the other day? Anyway, that person. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Iggy Pop's still alive. Yeah. That's good, yeah. You missed uh, Jar Jar Gabor. Jack died. I was surprised. Oh, yeah, Jar Jar Gabor. That's what I was thinking of. Uh, Frank, how did Father Jack last until February this year? Because I could have sworn he died about five or six years ago. Well, Father Jack's dead. And who's Denise Robertson? Father Jack, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. He's he died in February. From Father Jack. Have Ted. you seen Father's Head? Uh, no. Oh, you're never going to get a British person. Oh! Yeah. That man looks really deranged. Oh, he's just got a 
blind eye. Yeah. Well, I, I think, think that's makeup. makeup. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Francis O'Kelly. Mate, he was like 78. That's uh, okay, 77. That's. I think that's higher than the average life expectancy. What is average now? Isn't it average like 80? No. No, no, no. It's like 75, maybe? Average life expectancy, UK, 81 and a half years in 2012. And it's always going up, so it's going to be like 90 by now. Oh, there's a north-south divide you'll be pleased to know. I'm delighted because I think I know which way this is going to swing. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Let's uh, let's go Dan first. Southeast England, he's dead at eighty two point four years. Yeah. Uh Yorkshire and Humber, I'm fucked at eighty point six. Um West Midlands, Adam, I'm afraid you're gonna live a little bit longer than me, eighty point nine. Okay. Southwest England, Chris, you're gonna live to a ripe old age of eighty two. So Dan's gonna outlive us all unless the facts catch up with him. Okay, um, but 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 he lives in London and he's a lawyer and he's probably oh, going to have no, a lot he's of stress. Moved, he, no, you're right. He moved to London, so uh, that's eighty-one point four. He knocked a year off his life. I mean, he's not actually a lawyer. He's a what is he a change manager now? I mean, he, he is qualified as a lawyer. Yeah, but he, he just do he it. just didn't want to do that, so he stopped. No. He decided law was for cunts. Have you? Kind do you know the life expectancy for Scotland? Yeah, do you want, can you have a guess? The life expectancy for Scotland... Like 63? I think it's... No, 79.1. Really? It's the lowest in all of the UK. Do they go for Glasgow? No, it doesn't break it down anymore. Because there's, there's, there's areas of Glasgow where the life expectancy for a man is something like 53 years old. Yeah, that's just to get out. I mean, that could be a complete lie. Um, but it's something is. I heard, and it sounded good, so... It sounds reasonable to repeat. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Chris. Yeah. So is anyone going to end, end the podcast? Chris, can you end the podcast, please? I want to go to bed. Uh, we're, we're at two hours now. You've got to get this up. You've got to get this edited and up by Sunday. I so. um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna end this podcast uh, as a as a protest against conformity. Well, I can just stop it whenever. Well, yeah, anyway, I mean, you, so. you can stop it, but I'm not. Gonna... But then it wouldn't have an ending. Do you really want well, that's, to put... that's, in, in many ways, that's literally Chris's problem. Do you really so... want to put your name to a podcast that has no proper ending? Who, me? Well, Adam. Adam's the only one with the power to stop this. <laughs> but I think, I think he is bound to you ending it properly. He, I don't think he could just press stop. I don't think he could do it. Well, he hasn't got the cojones. I um I think maybe he would. I mean I'm 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 happy to to stop here. Does do does anyone have any closing statements? No. Stavrina, have you had a nice time? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was lovely. Yeah. You were much, much better than Daniel. <laughs> Sorry? You're much better than Dan. Yeah, like, I can whip you into shape if you want me to. Like, oh, that'd be great. I, yeah. I can be a yeah. replacement Daniel for, like, another week. And then I feel like maybe I'm hijacking Daniel's place. So. <laughs> I mean, just, just feel free to take over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, chances are Dan won't have sorted his shit out by next week, so... No. Yeah, I mean, I'll drive you're, you're next even week from Cyprus. Good. We need someone that that can drive. I think you're even better than David from Birmingham, because we invited him on before, I mean, just to you know, put it out there, you weren't our first choice, and uh, David from Birmingham said he was too busy because he's got to watch a fucking anime film or something. 
and paint some little little miniature soldiers or something. Yeah, whereas I have no life. Exactly, you're more reliable. You're dependable, yeah. not like that, that fucking idiot, that bloody Hulk Cobra hipster. I mean, mind you, when you messaged me, I was like, shit, I actually need to pack now because I won't have time after the podcast. Because I'm like one of those people that pack like, oh, it's 4 a.m. My train leaves at 6. Oh, better get packing. I mean, you you changed your plans for us. Not like David from Birmingham who uh, just fucked us off. What an asshole. I was going to watch a film. That was my plan. What what were you going to watch? Well, I was watching author the JT Leroy story. It's a really good film and you can catch it on video on demand if you've got like the Curzon uh, cinema, home cinema um, like if you've Literally got any account no for it. what you're talking about. Oh, um, it's a documentary film about a Is hoax. on Netflix? No. Then I it's on, I, I got it on Curzon Home Cinema. I watched Suicide Squad yesterday. Time. I'm sorry. It's good. I like it. Uh, my colleague um, told me that Suicide Squad, the director's cut, is much better than the theatrical release. Literally no different, either. just slightly longer. Absolutely the same film. It's fine. It's good. It's fun. Well, All maybe right. my, 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 my topic for next week will be Marvel films, mediocre at best. Oh, that's contentious. I could yeah. argue with you for at least two hours, seven minutes on that. Oh dear! <laughs> maybe my my topic should be something different. Well, oh. I um I saw a film this week. God, no, Chris, <laughs> stop! Stop the podcast. That's your thing on the agenda. I need so. to go to bed. <laughs>